Hey, Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News for Thursday, June 2nd, 2022. Stand up for your country, a country that has a lot of problems. And we all know that. Every country does. Um, but we have a president who cannot solve any of them. And that is unsettling, to say the least. And that is the subject of this evening's Talking Points Memo. Excuse my voice here. I think it, it's a little um, <clears throat> hay fever or pollen thing. A little frog down there having a good time in my throat. But we'll get through it. So um, no progress on inflation, gas prices, COVID transmissions, peace in Ukraine, illegal border crossings, narcotic smuggling, or violent crime. No progress at all. Joe Biden been president now a year and a half. Nothing. Every, situ- every single situation has gotten worse. But we do have a new environmental justice office. Yay. Environmental justice office is just announced. So what is that? Put it up on the screen. And for those of you listening on the radio, I will uh, describe it. Uh, the plan will identify priority actions and strategies to best address environmental injustices and health inequities for people of color and disadvantaged, vulnerable, low-income, marginalized, and indigenous populations, unquote. So it's another equity play, and I want to help everybody. But environmental injustice only targeted at those groups not environmental injustice toward Caucasians. That's okay. You can, you can spew carbon monoxide at me all day long, fine, but not at those other folks. More divisiveness in the country. This is Joe Biden, his whole situation. Um, now, I'm not cutting him any slack, but the president has no idea what this is. None. He doesn't know. He's incapable of knowing. And that is very frightening. So the goal of this, uh, as the country burns and Mr. Biden can't solve any of the enormous problems that affect all of us, the goal of this selected environmental justice situation is to give money, taxpayer dollars, to those selected groups. All right, that's the the goal of all of this, is to take America's resources, taxpayer dollars, and give it to people whom the far left deserves, uh, deems deserves the money. Okay, and that does not include white working class people. So it's a racial thing all day long. You know it is. Everybody knows it is. But again, this is what Biden, his whole philosophy. So when you have the Democratic Party actively working to divide the country on skin color and yeah, all right, I'll give you lower income people of all colors should get a safety net. And the Democratic Party favors that. But it's far more than a safety net. It's we're going to send you a check. And uh, that check's going to come from other Americans who are working hard. They're going to send it to you. And it's going to be based on skin color uh, primarily. No, that's not how you run a country of 330 million people. 
So the groups that are enumerated in this, again, people of color, vulnerable, low-income, marginalized, indigenous, they are joined by the undocumented foreign nationals who have streamed into the country under Biden, about three to four million of them here uh, under Biden. They'll get the money as well because they're in the vulnerable category. But they'll never say, the Biden will never say that because I think that might be illegal. I think somehow they're giving American taxpayer dollars to undocumented people who have broken the law by coming in here. That's really tenuous. But it'll happen. It's happening right now in states like California and New York. Okay, so think about this. This is a very important um, topic for you, the American citizen, to understand. We have a president who is not governing the whole country. Okay, he is governing on the basis of skin color and, you know, to a lesser extent, marginalized people, LBGQ, all of that. That's how he's governing, not rolling it together. You know, let's provide a safety nets, but try to make everybody prosper. You know, it's really ironic that Trump so hated, Donald Trump so hated, his economic policies benefited everybody. Everybody. And that's a matter of fact. Yet the progressive love would never get him anything because he did not break it out on skin color. Trump didn't do that. But Biden, that's 100% of what he does. So there's another just ruse, this uh, new Environmental Justice Office, OEJ, if you want to apply for a job there, um, to advance socialism and uh, to create a dual-tier society. They talk about white privilege. That's a myth. Okay, this is now underdog privilege. Maybe that's the right word. And, you know, people say, well, it's justified because for all these centuries, the African-Americans have been deprived. And it's true. It's true. But if you are going to try to now disunite the country on the basis of past historical injustice, You're going to have a big mess, and that's what we have, a big mess. And that is the memo. So the president today didn't do anything. Um, You know, he's exhausted from, I guess, yesterday, a pretty big schedule. So he met with NATO Secretary uh, General Jens Stoltenberg to discuss uh, the NATO summit in Madrid at the end of June. Another meeting, a lot of discussions. Um, But this caught my eye at uh, 5.30 on a Thursday today, he leaves for a Rehoboth, Delaware for a, another a three-day weekend. However, he didn't have the holiday last Memorial Day weekend because he was doing the um, ceremonies at the cemeteries and things like that. But now he's off for a nice three-day weekend at his beach house in Delaware. Meanwhile, back at the polling ranch, okay, Three polls here. Um, actually, they are composite polls. I think this is more fair, fairer to do it in a composite way because some of these polls are crooked. Maybe most of them are. But here's the real clear politics composite 
Joe Biden job approval, 40.7 approve, 54 disapprove. That is huge, huge. On the economy, the real clear average has it 35.5 approve, 64 disapprove. Enormous. Direction of the country, real clear average composite poll, 22.7 right direction. I Who are these people? And 70.3% wrong. I've never seen a number like that in my entire career. So, again, I will tell you that this cannot be overcome. So the midterms will go the Republicans' way. Now, as many of you have pointed out in emails, if the Republicans can screw it up, they will. And the press will try every dirty trick in the book. And there will be some voter fraud, I don't think, on a mass level. Again, that's up to the states. But there will be some. Um, But now everybody's watching for that. It's not going to be as easy. So uh, November is not going to be a good month for Joe Biden or the Democratic Party. And here is the reason why. So uh, on yesterday, on yesterday, yesterday, Mr. Biden was speaking about baby formula. There's another in in the long line of problems the Biden administration didn't anticipate. Pete Buttigieg, the worst, the worst. Okay, he's unbelievable. Transportation secretary, no clue what he's doing. Um, It's better if he does not show up for work, Buttigieg. So Biden's at the baby formula thing. Biden doesn't know why there's no baby formula. He has no clue. But here's what he says. Go. There's a lot going on uh, right now. But the idea we're going to be able to, you know, click a switch, bring down the cost of gasoline is not likely in the near term, nor is it with regard to food. So it's like, I, I, I don't know what to do. Remember that comedian Sam Kinison, heavy guy with a little beret? Part of his shtick was when he said something stupid, he would scream like, ah, ah, okay? And he, he did it in a very funny way. That's what I feel like doing to Biden. After he says something like this, ah, it's your fault. You did it. And now you're going, oh, we can't bring it down. We don't know how to bring it down. You did it. You. Under Trump, inflation was 1.4%. Under Biden, it's going to hit 11% in a year and a half. You did it. By pumping trillions of dollars that wasn't needed, printing that money and putting it into circulation, of course that's going to drive everything up. The dollar isn't worth as much. And then attacking the fossil fuel gas industry and inhibiting production and harvesting of oil. Of course, gas prices are going up, you fool. And, and I, you know, I hate to do that. I don't want to be disrespectful to the office. But this is absurd. He did it. Putin didn't do it. This was well on its way before Putin invaded Ukraine. And it, those are facts. I get mail all the time. It says, oh, my brother-in-law or my daughter. Look, 
Again, people believe what they want to believe. And no matter how many facts that I present or you present, they're not going to change their mind because they're not capable of it. I avoid those people. I don't engage them. Once I see irrationality, it's by. I'm not mean, all right? But I'm not going to waste my time talking to people who won't accept reality and the facts. That's why I would have a very hard time talking to Joe Biden. Because the man isn't in the real world. Well, you know, we don't click a switch. We can't. uh, You did it. Well, at least he's telling the truth. He doesn't know how to get out of it. All right, Sussman acquitted. Now what? This is the Durham investigation. There's no question the Hillary Clinton campaign concocted a Russian collusion narrative, sold it to the FBI, trying to derail Trump's candidacy and then his presidency. That happened. It's beyond any doubt that it happened. But the messenger, Sussman, was acquitted because the case wasn't airtight and the liberal jury in D.C. wanted a way to find a way to acquit him, just like the O.J. jury did in L.A. Same thing. That jury was looking for a reason to acquit Simpson. They were looking for a reason to acquit Sussman, and the testimony of the star witness was different, so there, it, there was the reason. Okay, there's another trial coming up. The guy's name is Igor Danchenko, a Russian who lives in the United States. Okay, now Danchenko was the guy who allegedly fabricated the so-called Steele dossier. All right, he's in the middle of that. Trump did this, Trump did that in Russia, blah, blah, blah. None of it was true. And Danchenko peddled it. So now he's going to be on trial in October. He's charged with five counts of lying to the FBI. He's pleaded not guilty. Who's paying Danchenko's law? That's the key to all of this, as I said yesterday. Who paid Sussman's bills? Who's behind it? I don't know if we'll ever know, but Durham should be able to get that. That's the key piece of information. So we'll watch it. October is the trial date. Tulsa, another shooting. All right. Not going to be any coverage on this because it's an African-American. African-American went into a hospital, killed four people. Um, The guy's name is Michael Lewis, 45 years old, uh, from Muskogee, Oklahoma. Uh, He had a back problem. His doctor, Preston Phillips, another African-American, was not, in his opinion, Lewis's opinion, doing the right thing. Lewis went in and shot Dr. Phillips and three other people dead in the hospital. All right. He purchased a AR-15 rifle um, yesterday. So he bought the rifle in Oklahoma And then he took it right to the hospital and killed four people. So you're not going to see much coverage on that. Now, it's a white guy killing a black doctor everywhere. You know it. I know it. I have some gun stats for you. Now, this is interesting. 
because there's a lot of lying going on all over the place about USA and guns. Now, we do have a big problem. If you don't think we do, then you believe what you want to believe. See, you're in the same category. There's a big problem with guns here. Huge. So in the 10-year period, 2010 to 20, all right, there were 400,000 Americans killed as a result of firearms. 400,000. All right, 244,000 suicide, 146 homicide, 5,500 legal intervention, which means some kind of beef with law enforcement. That's an astronomical number in a uh, country of 330 million, 400,000. Now, the reason we have that high number is because we've always had the right to bear arms in this country, and no other country has that built into their constitution. So when the far-left pinheads say, America, the other countries don't have that because they didn't need it. We did. We fought a revolution. And then we had foreign powers coming in here. And then we had Native American tribes clashing with the settlers. And then we had a huge wild apparatus where there were bears and lions, mountain lions and all that. So everybody had a gun. And it was built into the Constitution because founding fathers feared a military takeover or a coup d'etat and a dictator. So they said, no, we're going to let the folks arm themselves everywhere so that won't happen. So people could rise up armed. Do we all understand that history lesson? Because many people do not. Okay, so 400,000 over a 10-year period is a lot of dead people um, by firearms, by race. African-Americans, 101,000 killed in a 10-year period, more than 90,000 male. So you can see it's, it, this is a man problem. White, 248,000 killed, 240,000 of them white men. Asian Pacific Islander, Alaskan, Hispanic, Native American, 38,000 killed. And their numbers are far less, of course. Um, there are right now an estimated 400 million firearms circulating in the United States. So even a ban of anything is going to really matter. And then when you ban the black market for the AR, whatever you ban, goes crazy. Those guns will still be available. You have to pay for them. And the criminals will. They will. Nancy Pelosi know that. She doesn't care. Okay. Um, Last year, 20 million guns purchased in the USA, and the year before, 23 million. You know, people are afraid. They're afraid. And as I said, if you live in New York City, the climate of fear is, uh, with 16 million people in the New York metropolitan area, you've got to regulate firearms. You have to. It's too many people. But if you're in Wyoming at a half million, and you have all kinds of, you know, nature threats and things like that. And, and law enforcement, it's, you, you're not going to get protected. It's a reactive in Wyoming. They're good folks, but it's a huge rural area. You need protection. So you don't have the same laws in Wyoming as you do in New York City. That makes sense to everybody? Oy. So Pelosi says that she's going to introduce a ban of military-style assault weapons. She knows not going to pass. She knows the Republicans in the House are not going to do that. Knows it in the, in the Senate, I should say. Republicans in the House won't do it either, but 
there's more Democrats so they can get it passed in the House, never get passed in the Senate. And then she wants a nationwide red flag law. That's just stupid. Has to be done state by state. Again, the difference between Wyoming and New York. You've got to do it differently. States have to regulate that. So Pelosi knows she's not going to get this through, but then wants a campaign issue to blame the Republicans for any gun violence. We're going to care whether the problem's solved, because as I said, I'm not going to repeat it again. If you federalize all drug crimes, that will solve much of the problem. But Pelosi's never going to do that because too many minority citizens would be put in jail and prosecuted if the Congress did that. So they won't. If it was all whites and no minority factor at all, they'd pass that in a heartbeat. Okay, um, so I'm not expecting any kind of government action that's going to make any difference in this horrible, horrible climate of violence in the United States. I hope I'm wrong. So this is unbelievable. So even in the face of the kids being shot dead in Texas and all of this other, California passes a bill, SB 1273. Okay. Now it awaits a vote by the assembly. All right. So the state Senate passed it. Assembly has to pass it. Newsom will sign it. The bill says that school officials will no longer have to report students to law enforcement if they expel a metallic projectile, such as a BB or a pellet, if they use a marker gun, a razor blade, or a box cutter to threaten people in school. They don't have to be reported, according to this bill. Why? Because kids... This is according to the bill's sponsor, Stephen Bradford. Quote, kids should feel comfortable and not traumatized at school. So it's okay then for a kid to have a box cutter and threaten to carve up another kid's face. Right, Senator Bradford? And you don't report the box cutter kid to the police. You just wait until he gets an AR and mows down the whole class. Right, Senator? You idiot. You fool. And this is California, the largest state in the union. You think they want to protect children? No, they don't. They don't. Oh, geez. And I know, I guarantee you, watching me on TV, listening to me on the radio, you will not hear that story reported anywhere. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? with more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code BILL at checkout. 
So please go to fastgrowingtrees.com, use promo code Bill at checkout. Canada. So Trudeau, this guy, he's a little dictator, this guy. Remember the Charlie Chaplin movie, The Little Dictator, where he mocked Adolf? Well, this is Trudeau's is the little dictator. So now he says that in Canada, you can't uh, sell, transfer, or import any handguns. If you have handguns already, you can keep them. Roll tape. We need only look south of the border to know that if we do not take action firmly and rapidly, it gets worse and worse and more difficult to counter. That's why as of this moment, or as of the passage of this legislation, it will be illegal to buy, sell, import, or transfer handguns in this country. There you go. Now, do the majority of Canadians want that? I don't know. It'll pass because Ottawa, the capital of Canada, very liberal, and the House of Commons, which got a vote on it, very liberal. Majority of Canadians, I would have put this up for a vote, a national vote in Canada. Right? Isn't that democracy, Justin? Justin doesn't care about democracy. Okay, John Hinckley. So have you read Killing Reagan? And I hope you did. If not, I hope you will. You know that Ronald Reagan was almost killed by this man on June 15th, 1981. All right. So he assassinated, attempted to assassinate President Reagan. I go all through it. It's a good book. But this close, Reagan was to death. And it affected him deeply in how he ran the country and ultimately how he died, that assassination attempt. So now Hinckley's getting out. He was found not guilty by reason of insanity in 1982, put in an institution. 2016, judge let him out to live with his mother. His mother died last year. So now Hinckley is going to be released. He's 67 years old. They say he's not a threat to uh, society any longer. All right. Um, Would I have let him out? No. His crime was so heinous and I don't, the shrinks can say whatever they want. I wouldn't put him in prison, but I put him in a supervised institution for the insane. What I would do. Talk about insanity. Let's go to San Francisco. So next week, Tuesday, the district attorney, Chesa Bodine, is going to be recalled. That means people will vote on whether to kick him out of office. I think he will be kicked out. Why? Very simple. Chesa Bodine, the district attorney of San Francisco, does not, will not enforce the law. And the city has collapsed. Tourism down 80 percent, something like that. Okay, nobody wants to go there. And the people who live there, who are trapped there, they're subjected to unbelievable street crime. Unbelievable. Because of Chesa. So... Even in San Francisco, I think they're going to boot him. But listen to this. The wife of Netflix CEO Reed Hastings, Patty Quillen, has donated about $130,000 to keep Chessa in office. 
What is the matter with you, lady? What is going on? Do you not have eyes? Can you not see the deterioration of your city? It's unbelievable. Soros also uh, involved, I think, in a roundabout way um, to keep this guy in. And listen to this. There's another guy in, in, in uh, California, Gasson, same thing, DA won't enforce the law. He's going to be recalled, too, I believe. That petition is circulating. Well, uh, Patty donated money to him, and so did Steven Spielberg, the director. So these people want this unbelievable crime wave and public menace in their cities. Because Spielberg, he lives in Big Estate. They don't have to worry about it. He's got security everywhere. I assume Patty does too with Reed Hastings being her husband. But the regular folks who have to walk their kids to school and watch people shoot up drugs. Ah, no, no. We don't care about them. Anyway, I am praying, literally, that Bodine gets booted on Tuesday. Awful. Johnny Depp. So, I didn't cover this. I don't care about these dopey movie stars. I mean, I don't care about Johnny Depp. But the only important thing of this case is that maybe due process is back. So as you probably know, uh, his former wife, Amber Heard, an actress, wrote an op-ed in The Washington Post and said Depp was a horrible person and beat her up and did all kinds of things. Okay, Depp sued her for defamation. Depp wins. Jury in Virginia award him $5 million um, in punitive damages another $5 million and $10 million in compensatory damages. So uh, Heather is on the hook for $15 million, says the jury, but she's really not because Virginia caps punitive at $350,000. So she owes Johnny right now, she says she's going to appeal, but she owes Johnny north of $11 million. Now Johnny was found guilty, too, of defaming Heather, uh, Amber, Heather, Amber, um, and that's a $2 million, but you just take it off the $11 million that uh, Amber owes Johnny. Now, we uh, talked to Molly Palmer, who is a very good defense attorney in Atlanta, Georgia. And I asked her, I said, look, what are the odds, and this was through one of my producers, that uh, Amber Heard is going to have to pay um, $8,350,000. That, that's what the number is that she would have to pay right now, $8,350,000, deducting the $2 million that, that Depp owes her. What are the odds? So O.J. Simpson didn't pay his civil judgment, didn't pay it. Uh, I'm going to submit to you, Amber didn't have $8,350,000. So it's a roundabout thing. Depp's lawyers have to go after her. They'd have to search all the records about what she has, uh, future income, all of that. But the only thing that's important here is that due process Okay, you are innocent until proven guilty comes back in the United States. Michael Avenatti, that uh, questionable attorney who uh, represented uh, Stormy Daniels, sentenced to four years in prison for stealing three hundred thousand dollars 
from Ms. Daniels. Have fun. See you, Mike. Hate speech. Rasmussen poll. Uh, thousand likely voters. Democrat 35. Republican 33. See, if Rasmussen can do a fair poll, why can't everybody? So, question number one, how serious is the problem of hate speech on the Internet? 70% say serious. 23% say not serious. Question number two, should the federal government take action to suppress hate speech on the net? Yes, 41. No, 40. Not sure, 19. Third question, possible to suppress hate speech without violating First Amendment rights? Yes, 43. No, 36. I'll get into that sometime. Um, you can suppress hate speech. Uh, you can do it, but you got to smart people. All right, this day in history, 100 years ago, June 2nd, 1922, Charlie Sifford was born. You do not know who Charlie Sifford is. I, can, I didn't know. Okay? First professional golfer to break the color line. A tremendous story. So 100 years ago today, Charlie was born in Charlotte, North Carolina. He died uh, in 2015 at age 92. He was the first to get invited to the PGA, which before 1960 was Caucasian only. Can you believe it? I mean, I was 10 in uh, 1960, and, and African-American golfers couldn't participate. It was Caucasian only. That's awful. Anyway, Charlie won after he was let in in 1960, the Greater Hartford Open and the L.A. Open. So he was a good golfer, and I am happy to introduce him to you if you don't know about him. Okay, so we have a mail coming up, always a lively segment. And then we have a final thought of the day about how the power in this country continues to lie with you, the American citizen. We'll be right back. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD or text GOLD to 65532. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. 
All right, let's get to the mail. Uh, concierge member Iona. Remember, concierge member, tremendous Father's Day gift, granddad. You get a free book, any free book you want, Killers or any of the other books that I've written. Um, and dad and granddad will love being concierge members. You get direct access to me. You can ask me anything you want, and everything is confidential. Unless you put it on the message board or say it's okay. And Iona did that. O'Reilly, absolutely the truth about racism in our country. Thank you for stating it so clearly. Iona, that is my job, and I will always do that. Stephen, another concierge member, Democrats will never admit the truth about crime and race. While they ignore the truth, they can state the left is right and the right is wrong. There's no doubt the progressive movement does not want to know the truth. Some ultra-conservatives don't either. But that group is like this compared to the numbers are much lower on the far right than on the far left. Susan, concierge, remember three in a row. Bill, I ask you again, would Donald Trump be able to pursue civil lawsuits against the individuals who caused the Russian collusion hoax and defamed his character? And again, I will answer, Susan, yes, he can file civil suits. Claudia, how significant is it that Robbie Moog, Hillary Clinton's campaign director in 2016, implicated her when he testified at the Sussman trial? Very. It's very important because that closed the loop. Hillary knew about it. Hillary signed off on it. Ronald Durham got his facts on a record that can be used in civil lawsuits. It may turn out to be another OJ trial, but there's still some fish to fry. I don't know about a fish to fry. Those cliches, are, you know, I hear at the end of the day on the cable news networks at least 100 times in two hours. Yeah. Anyway, yes, getting stuff on the record is very important, but I want Durham himself to have a press conference. Phyllis, all I can say about the segment on Vice President Harris is that whoever her speechwriter is, is a moron. <laughs> yes, but no. Harris goes off script. And that's when she really gets in trouble. Fred Mangini, Torrance, California. Can this really happen? A first in the nation California task force on reparations recommending the state pay compensation to descendants of enslaved black Americans. It's going to happen in California. Definitely going to happen. You, Fred, your tax dollars are going to go to African-Americans who can prove their descendants were slaves. Going to happen. John Stavarkos, Frankfurt, Illinois. Some people say high gas prices are not a result of President Biden's energy policies, but rather price gouging by the oil companies as record profits show. So why didn't they price gouge under Trump? <laughs> you know, come on. Yes. Uh, the oil companies layering on a little bit. Sure. That's what they always do. Rick Cunningham. Ton. Rick Cunnington, Oro Valley, Arizona. Why is the U.S. airline industry short 13,000 pilots? They were furloughed in 2020 because of COVID. Why haven't they come back? I don't know. Some took early retirement, I'm sure. Others found other jobs, I guess. But again, my little tantrum at the airport, those airline companies were lying to all of us. And our pal Pete Buttigieg was allowing it. Now they admit it. After I had to do that. Yeah, no, we don't have any pilots. Linda Marley, Brunswick, Ohio. Can you find out, O'Reilly, how much taxpayer money 
all these illegal immigrants are costing us. No, because it spans across federal agencies, state agencies, local agencies. I know it's in the hundreds of billions, but you'd have to devote years to tracking down all of those things, and you'd have to have an army of researchers. Think the government keeps track of that? No. Scott Banning, Charleston, South Carolina, great town. Bill, thank you for your final thought of the day on June 1st. That was about the country is going to come back. And it will. Mindy Crump, Cincinnati, Ohio. Wow. I had no idea how evil and how much hatred towards the USA was in place. Killing the killers opened my eyes wide. My co-worker saved in Iraq and Afghanistan and says... ISIS and Al-Qaeda are animals and evil. They are. Thank you for reading the book, Mindy. Okay, Dad, in addition to concierge and premium membership or premium membership, stand up for your country mugs. Best in the world, the last forever, made in America, and uh, killing the killers, which we'll get to in a moment. Word of the day, do not be a hot spur. There's killing the killers. All right, everybody knows the copy. We got it. Word of the day. Do not be a hot spur. H-O-T-S-P-U-R. Great word. Nobody used it. Don't be a hot spur. All right, back with the final thought in a moment. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. So here is the final thought of the day, uh, I'm sure, with glee and mirth, M-I-R-T-H. The New York Times announced yesterday the Killing the Killers number one again uh, for the week of June 12th. So they're ahead by about two weeks, the New York Times on their list. So uh, this is quite an achievement because I don't have any corporate backing. Now, my publisher, Macmillan, St. Martin's Press, they help. Yeah, but you're not... I'm not on the corporate media programs. They're blackballing me. And, uh, you know, so we're doing this directly to the folks. And this proves my hypothesis that you hold the true power in this country. Okay? Don't need the corporations. If there's a product that you like, that will get out. Now, killing the killers, the best-selling book in the United States of America, which means it's the best-selling book in the world, as no other country comes close to our publishing industry. And it has been since its debut on May 3rd, and it's now June 2nd. 
And that's not because of uh, Jimmy Fallon or Kimmel or, or The View or the morning shows. You're not going to see me there. They don't like me. And I don't like them very much, <laughs> to be honest. So it's you guys, word of mouth, that's driving. And I can't thank you enough. You know, I'm in this business to help you to bring you the best news analysis I could possibly bring you. We're expanding, as you know, like crazy everywhere. But to have Killing the Killers dominate book selling in the United States, that's something. And it's you. I wrote a good book, and Martin Dugard and I wrote a good book. It's good. But you guys are driving it, and I thank you very much. We'll have a new column Sunday new. And we will see you again on Monday. Thank you for watching and listening on radio to the No Spin News.